Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled How Do You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by April Pope, who is an HR consultant at A Plus HR Consulting. Hi, April. Absolutely lovely to meet you. Hi, Layla. Nice to meet you. So let's start off with a quick introduction. I guess, how did you do it and why should I care? Yeah, so as you said, I am an HR consultant, an A-plus HR consultant, which is something I started on my own. I started having family and friends asking me for HR advice, and I was like, hmm, maybe I should just make a business out of it. So uh, that's how I kind of became, um, you know, an entrepreneur under that, Uh, but I also am known as um, a diversity, equity, and inclusion advocate. a leader in HR engagement strategist, and I am passionate about people and getting stuff done. <laughs> awesome. Lovely to hear. So what inspired you to start your own company and also join the HR industry? Yeah, so entrepreneurship is definitely different from your nine to five. So being, especially in this point in time in my life, I'm also a stay-at-home mom. And of a six month old. So it is definitely a full day for me. And, you know, working a regular nine to five doesn't always work for everyone. And I like to spend a lot of time with my uh, daughter teaching and just, you know, learning um, from her and myself as I go along. Um, So Whenever uh, I was working full time, I knew that it wasn't the space that I wanted to stay in. So um, I just started doing some consulting on the side um, with the advice uh, given to different friends and family. And then I started to monetize it. Um, And I got into human resources because I love people. So I had to narrow it down. There are so many different uh, avenues you can go down with working with people. And I know I didn't want it to be in retail or sales or, um, you know, a call center where I'm talking all day and things like that. Um, But with human resources, uh, with every organization, it's necessary. Um, I I don't think people realize how much uh, HR departments do um, with their companies, but um, it definitely helps each company be successful um, in, in every aspect because people are um, organizations greatest um, greatest resource, period. Um, so if your people aren't happy, then your business is probably not going to be as successful as you think it might be. Um, so I got into HR because I love the problem solving aspect of HR. Um, the processes of it, and also with the uh, employee engagement portion of it, it definitely increases employee morale through organizations. Um, So, you know, if your employees are engaged, then they'll more than likely be more productive, which in return helps the bottom line. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Happy people definitely make a good corporation and organization. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that you obviously wanted to work with people and that's what inspired you to join the HR industry. But what would you say were the best resources that helped you along the way? Yes. So I'm very grateful for um, my network 
period. So I also was in the military for almost nine years and I created a large network within that. So right out of uh, high school, I enlisted and then I went active duty for a while and got deployed. And so met people all over the world and um, came back and switched back to the reserves and Uh, There's a lot of different programs that the military has in place for transitioning um, soldiers or just soldiers that are, you know, only part time that want to, you know, with their career profession as a civilian, they, you know, help build those things, uh, help with the resumes, with career building. um, And you know, that was one of the the main things that kind of helped push me into mm-hmm. HR as far as the resources go. Um, and with that, you know, I've met other HR professionals that were um, HR professionals in the military. So they also have uh, been mentors to me. And um, other resources are different social networks that I've joined within Um, human resources, like the Society for Human Resources Management. Um, They have different committees and networking events. Um, So, you know, you kind of meet different people who give different workshops on things. So uh, I would say that my network has definitely been one of the strongest um, influences and resources for me. That's great to hear. And also, it's quite unique that you were in the military and you found a network there as well. So I'd love to hear more about your experiences. Do you find that a lot of your military experiences come into play in your everyday life? Definitely. So um, as far-fetched as it may seem, I was actually a military police officer. So um, it doesn't really line up with what I I decided to do as a civilian. Um, But... I can you repeat the question one more time? I know we're yes. recording. Hopefully, it's gonna no, be no, cut out. But if not, yeah, it's no, okay. No worries. It's no, no worries it can be. Um, I was just wondering, do any of your experiences in the military play come into play in your everyday life? Yes, I remember now. So sorry. Definitely helps me with um, speaking to different people um, on different levels within organizations. So it has definitely helped me with communication skills. Whenever I've had to interact um, with individuals, because I had a leadership position as well in the military, so I had to work with um, leadership of the unit and also with incoming new soldiers. So also that has translated to working with entry-level employees all the way to the C-suite, because even as um, an HR professional, Working previously, I worked in a corporate office of a company and I worked directly with the C-level employees. And it definitely helped me have the discipline um, to make sure I am, you know, stay on task and organized with my work. Uh, But Mm -hmm. also it has helped me, you know, in those situations where most people may be intimidated or um, anxious about, you know, getting up and speaking in front of people or, um, you know, taking those risks. I think that my military experience definitely played a, a, a major role in that because, you know, 
after deploying, um, especially to a combat zone, you know, you kind of just have to think on your feet and, you know, be confident Mm -hmm. in that you're making the best decision. And that definitely in everyday life is something that, you know, you may have to do. You have to take risks, whether it's for work, whether it's your personal life, um, you know, whether it's for, you know, a difficult conversation you might want to have with a friend or a significant other, you know. Um, So I I definitely appreciate um, the communication, the portion of the military and the, the courage that it gave me. That's really awesome to hear. So, so interesting. So back to your career, um, what were some lessons that you wish you would have learned before starting in the HR industry? Yes. So I wish that I would have gotten my bachelor's degree in HR. So it kind of took me a little bit to segue into a position that I was really happy with in HR, um, Mm. which also spawned me creating my own position as um, an entrepreneur. But um, yeah, I got my master's in human resources management, but my bachelor's degree is in human environmental sciences, which is the um, the study of the interactions of people on different socioeconomic levels. So just how people interact in different demographics, which is really great, a really great skill to have in human resources for sure. Um, but whenever people see human environmental sciences, they're like, oh, you work with plants. And I'm like, no, there's human in front of it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so if I, before getting into HR, I would have definitely loved to have known or just decided to, you know, get my bachelor's degree in the business field rather than, you know, a humanities degree. Oh, awesome. Okay, okay. Well, leading on to our next question, actually, looking back on your career, what would you say is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Um. I would say that my biggest failure was settling um, for different positions that Mm -hmm. I knew wouldn't necessarily help me get to where I wanted to be uh, professionally. Um, And I guess it was more of a failure because I, I was, I guess, naive to an extent to settle. So, you know, I've had retail roles. Um, where I was initially told that I could eventually get into HR um, since the company was large. But while I was there, the company actually downsized um, their HR department. So that didn't become an option. And then um, with another company, uh, I did a customer support role. Um, And, you know, all with the hope to get into HR. but I didn't. Those those routes didn't work. So I knew that I needed to get directly into an HR position. Um, and so I learned that from those situations, not to settle, you know, mm-hmm. um, there are different opportunities that come, you know, come your way. And sometimes they are packaged very well. And that people lay it out like, oh, there's this growth opportunity. Um, and, you know, if you start here and you can end up in whatever department that you want to end up in, um, you know, those things sound really great. But if you don't have um, the 
I guess the assurance that it's definitely going to play out or if you don't know someone that has actually been through it and succeeded in doing so with the company and can kind of help you um, help mentor you along your way, then, you know, I would just say shy away from it. Just make sure you are extremely cautious about those things. But yeah, yeah I, I just was I learned that to not settle. And so now it definitely helps me in life, period. You know, I'm, I'm much more happier with what I do and um, with what I plan uh, to do with moving. Uh, eventually, I plan on getting back into corporate America in HR. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, once you know your worth and learn your uh, worth and what you know you bring to an organization, then um you know, you're you're much less likely to be um, undersold on on your value and accept things that you don't necessarily need and adds on a bunch of unnecessary uh, years to your professional career history. Um, I guess it, it, to an extent it could be necessary. You know, you learn things in different roles, but if you can get right into where you want to go early on, then that's better. But yeah. Yeah, that's some really good advice. And especially to those who are starting out in their industry, I think that a lot of people just jump at the first job they get, but it might not be the best job for them. So I'm glad you came to that realization by yourself and you knew what to look for after that. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So I guess my next question is pretty much where you can basically spill all about your profession. So what is one common myth about HR that you would like to debunk? Ah, yes. So one of the common myths about HR is that we only hire and fire people. Not true. (laughs) Because if you're not familiar (laughs) with HR, it's like, oh, this is the first person I meet. And then, oh, this person is the last person I'm seeing leaving. They're telling me that I don't have a job anymore. But Mm -hmm. human resources is so much more. um, It's moving into the space now being called people operations, because um, I think a, a lot of times that companies forget the human in in human resources. Um, so I'm glad that, you know, it's, it's somewhat moving into people operations because it is, you know, people make the in the organization operate. Um, and it's the same as human resources. So the, the main thing is to keep the human in um, in human resources. Um, but, yeah, I loved being um, in human resources and um, I feel like I was about to go into another <laughs> tangent uh, from the question that you asked. Oh, no, no worries. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. I I completely agree about the myth that you were debunking about hiring and firing people because it's not just that. You guys actually look out for the employees and you essentially make the company what it is. Right, right. Hiring and firing is definitely only a portion of what human resources does. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I don't think people realize that whenever, you know, there are, um, you know, team building events or different trainings or, um, you know, those times when you might want to celebrate Cinco de Mayo and the break room is decorated. HR does wow. all of those things as well as, you know, with performance management, if 
you know, sometimes supervisors aren't necessary to say don't have all of those skills, uh, the skill set mm-hmm. for coaching people. Um, H- it's HR's job to coach the supervisors and the leaders of companies to, you know, make sure they're retaining their talent rather than being like, oh, I don't want to deal with them. And, you know, the turnover rate getting higher. But, you know, HR is HR's job to figure out, you know, why is there turnover in certain areas? Um, Are our employees satisfied in their jobs? Uh, What type of new trainings can be rolled out? Should we incorporate a new mentorship program to help people develop into the best employees that they can be. And, you know, um, someone's job productivity has decreased. Why is that? You know, um, then also a major part of HR is the employee relations aspect of it, where, you know, we're the people who people come to, who employees come to when they have troubles or we want to celebrate your wins and um, whatever else, you know, your milestones in your life, because all of those things, when you're aware of the what your employees are going through um, or, you know, the goals that they have, it definitely mm-hmm. makes them more engaged, more likely to you know stay with the company. Um, and then you're aware that if, you know, if their shift needs to change because they have something coming up, if that can be worked out or you know, if someone's um, productivity has decreased, why is that? You know, do they have a family member mm-hmm. at home sick? Um, do they have, uh, you know, one of their the people in their household car broke down? So they're having to take people extra places. So, you mm-hmm. know, HR is HR's job to, you know, pay attention to the details. And it definitely pays off for sure. That's awesome. Um, so I'd love to sort of hear more about you. And I'm sure you're very busy. You mentioned you are obviously an entrepreneur and you have a six months old at home. So you must be very busy. But what have you read or listened to in your free time recently that's inspired you? Yes, I actually brought the book up here. I don't know. Yes. Career Rehab. Um, rebuilding Your Personal Brand and Rethink the Way You Work by Kanika Talver has mm-hmm. been really great. Um, it has definitely helped me rebrand, um, rebrand myself and just look at, you know, my career in a different light. So it's definitely been inspirational. I recommend for sure. Um, and then there's a book called The Memo that uh, pretty much explains what African-American women need to do or help um, African-American, uh, build the confidence and the skills to earn a seat at the table. Um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it, minority women have to work harder, um, to, you know, get certain, um, seats at, in, in rooms and at tables. Um, Mm -hmm. so that book is definitely helpful. Um, I listen to different inspirational podcasts, uh, one being uh, Michelle Obama's podcast. Her voice is very soothing, period. So I was <laughs> glad whenever she came out with the podcast. Um, but those are the main things that um, have been uh, what I've been listening to that have been inspirational. Definitely been diving into the, the career rehab book, though, lately. 
Great. Good to hear. Next question is a bit of a hard question, but um, who are three people in your life who have been the most influential to you? Yes. So I would say my mom has been very influential to me. I'm a first generation college graduate of my family um, Mm -hmm. and um, I've excelled, um, succeeded exceeded past every expectation initially of, of me. Um, and I'm the youngest of seven. Um, so my mom, yeah, uh, you know, my mom has always been an extremely strong woman. Um, you know, definitely had a major part in who I am today. And, you know, I, I talk to her if not every day, multiple times a day. (laughs) Um, and, you know, she has been very uh, one of the most influential people because she did it all, really. I mean, she had seven children. There's a two and two year age gap between me and my oldest sister. Um, she retired uh, whenever she was working. And, um, you know, she never seemed tired, honestly. And I only have one small child and uh, I have a blended family and I have a seven and a 12 year old and it is, it is a job in itself. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how she did it. I don't know how she does it. Um, Being, you know, a grandmother and a Gigi now and still, you know, taking care of children, whatever she needs. She's always been very independent. So she's definitely, definitely been um, one of the most influential people in my life. Michelle Obama, of course. Okay. Uh, I just love, I love the initiatives that she's she's done and how hands-on she's been. I, I love watching um, some of her videos um, with how girls rock, black girls rock. And when she goes to uh, different schools to speak to children um, and young adults and uh different occasions where um, people have had them on her talk shows. So um, I just love, love her energy. Uh, I love her style and someone who uh, someone else who's been very influential uh, in my life more recently in the more recent years of my life is my husband who's been my rock through a lot of things. Uh, I met him early on. Uh, I've been in Nashville, Tennessee for five years. And, you know, I met him the year that I moved here and didn't know we would be getting married, you know, three years later. Um, (laughs) But he has definitely been extremely influential to me because whenever I got back from being deployed to a combat zone, I was in a completely different mind space, a mm. different completely head headspace and mindset um, that it was very challenging for me to make the transition back home uh, mm. because there were there were a lot of bouts of, you know, depression and, you know, PTSD and all all kinds of things where I didn't really dream as much as I did and um, and kind of started going through the motions of things. But I definitely appreciate him for, you know, helping me get back to me. He's he's a very creative person um, yeah. and he uh, he's an entrepreneur himself and uh, he's always pushed me to, you know, 
do the things that I love and do the things that I want to do. And don't worry about don't worry about the things that can be worried about later, you know, and because I like to think ahead and I'm very big on planning. And, you know, he's like, sometimes you just have to go with the flow, because if if your plan doesn't work out the way that it that you want it to, then you'll stress yourself out too much. And mm. I appreciate him for, you know, helping me get to a point where um one that I, I I'm able to go with the flow more and I don't let things uh I guess rattle me. <laughs> um but like I said, he's he's definitely been my rock and been with me through some valleys and you know we've had a lot of uh mountains where we've celebrated as well. So um I for the past half of a decade I'm very gracious um for my husband (laughs) oh that's so lovely to hear and then finally to wrap up our conversation what is one piece of advice that you would give yourself at any point in your life one piece of advice that I would give myself at any point would be as I mentioned before not to settle it doesn't matter what it is, you know, it can, I could have applied that a lot in every part of my life, you know, mm-hmm. military, um, you know, with going towards my goal of being an officer, but remaining enlisted and um, with my, you know, degrees, I would have gotten HR as my bachelor's degree with relationships you know, I, I think sometimes you kind of have to just go through life and and experience different failures, you know, whether it be in your career, um, your relationships, whether it be, you know, a romantic relationship or, you know, friendships um, and, you know, with hobbies and, and different things in life. Sometimes you just kind of have to live those things out. But um a piece of advice that I would have given myself is to not settle mm-hmm. and just always remember your worth and, you know, those things that you want and that you manifest the goals that you write down and you pray over, they will come to you. <laughs> they will happen True. if you put in the work. Facts, facts. It's all about having that positive mindset. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for talking with me today, April. It was lovely to hear your story and to hear more about your company and also your experiences in life. Yes, you're very welcome. And thank you again for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye.